Welcome back to Think Better Soon. The Positive Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jason Newton along with... Big boy, John, Paul, give me the ball, Bradley. J.P. Bradley. Wow, that was a long introduction of your name. You're welcome. You really stretched you're that welcome. out. Yeah, you're welcome. Are you feeling like you're not getting a chance to talk enough on this podcast? <laughs> Maybe. I'm talking to my uh, agents as we speak. I think you should. Your back of your office looks better on, on the screen here. It looks like you've done a little bit of picture hanging. I have. They've been there for a couple months now, but thank you for now noticing. Well, this is going to be a little different episode than typical. A lot of times we have a little bit of a path from start to finish. Today we're going to try our hand at just kind of talking a little bit about what we've been looking at this week on an individual yeah. and collective basis. Yeah. yeah one That's thing I've been reading about, JP, is a little obscure book on service from a oh. brand called Zingerman's. Now, I don't know if you've heard of Zingerman's. I have not. Okay. Heard. They make I've heard of a little... Zinger. Yeah, they're probably it's... related. Probably like third yeah, cousins. Really. Well, this is some outfit up north that they have a lot of different things, but they started as a little tiny bakery. Oh. Back, you know, 30, 40 years ago, what have you. Now they have 11 yeah. different business units. But what's really cool about this book that I'm looking at, picked it up at the used bookstore, and it's 20 years old. And they talk about how they started this company called Zing Train. So, yeah, they were founded in 82. So a little simple bakery has grown into 11 different companies. But one of their companies, Zing Train, is you can go up there for weekends and get trained on great service. Now, we've talked about on this podcast, just because it's common sense doesn't mean it's common practice. Truth. So, yeah. And we interact with service every single day, JP. Everything you do. Even in my crazy little world. I kind of look at uh, the plant managers as my customers. I look at uh, the, the my union counterparts as a customer, you know, whatever they're calling and they need something. And I always try to take that mentality of, you know, how can I, how can I help them get what they need? Well, this is a fun episode that we're just going to kind of take off the cuff because uh, it is something that is uh, ubiquitous with life and living. And that is the giving and receiving of service. You know, it's, it's kind of a two-way street, JP. It is. And it, you even said it. It's in, in everything you do. I mean, in your marriage, you know, there's a give and take. With your kids, there's a give and take. I mean, you can, you can adopt this type of mentality in, in pretty much every aspect of your life. Now, that's for sure. And there's a quote that I sent to uh, my wife and one of her oh. managers. And it talks about the art of giving great service. And it says... Good service pleases both the giver and the recipient by the beauty of the performance, thereby enhancing life and adding value to an event that would otherwise be only a transaction. And that quote is attributed to James Hillman from Kinds of Power. There's a lot to unpack in that quote. It's a, you know, it's a bit of an obscure quote, JP. What's your first take on that? I think my first take would be that was a, a, a really fancy way to articulate the transaction <laughs> but but it added a, added a nice little flavor there as far as uh you know we when we are in that transaction we're trying to get something out of it and the other side is trying to achieve something too so you know you tip you put the well, mindset and you yeah go ahead i mean i feel like you picked up on the number one thing and that that stood out to me as well is it's transactional and that you know, I don't think we always think of that, but we have, who knows, like tomorrow, today, if you're listening to this on a Monday or a Tuesday, 
not that you're going to do this, but you can keep track of how many transactions you have that day. And, uh, you know, you think about sliding your, your credit card or doing the chip reader or the tap or whatever it is. Uh, you know, those are transactional things that we do, but phone calls, appointments, uh, walking into a retail establishment, the day, the whole day is nothing but a bunch of transactions. Yeah. Every moment, every waking moment, almost. And whenever you look at it the way you so artfully explained. <laughs> well, there's a lot in that quote, but if we just start with the idea of it's transactional and, and what I really thought was kind of weird about the quote, because I've thought about this quote a little bit, is it says that good service pleases both the, the giver and the recipient of the beauty of the performance. Now that sounds almost a, like a little fake, JP. It sounds a little canned. You think about Disney. You know, you've probably yeah. been to Disney at some point in time. I know people aren't necessarily oh, flocking yeah. down there right now. But, yep. but you've been there in the past. Right? I have. Yeah. And and what, there what does times. Disney consider? Do you know what term they, Disney gives to its employees? I don't. No. I'm pretty sure they're called team members. But for sure, they're they're considered performers. And it seems like it's yeah. worked a lot for them. You know, in their parks, they know how to give people a good time. Oh, they you know? they have nailed the service down. They they know what makes their customers happy, and they have figured out how to how to do that the best way possible. And they charge well, the, you for it. Oh, and they do. Yeah, they figured out how to how to make money off of that. They're not doing it for free. What what I love about yeah. that saying that good service pleases both the giver and the recipient by the beauty of the performance, thereby enhancing life and adding value to an event that would otherwise be a transaction. You can you can think about it. It's like my, if you go back a couple of months ago to the story about Paris and the Macrons, you know that to mm -hmm. me, I viewed that transactionally. Of we were going in there, we were trying to get twelve little pastries in a box and get the heck out of Dodge, right? That was yeah. how I saw that happening. That's how I saw the transaction happening. But, well, <laughs> because, you know, the beauty of the performance for the giver who is being paid at the yeah. macaron, the Laredel, or however you say it, <laughs> it's too swanky for me. But, you know, that person mm -hmm. is, is you know, performing on some level, you know? Yeah. yeah, and your daughter wanted to see that performance. I mean, really, that was... If I remember the conversation correctly, that was exactly what she wanted. Your daughter wanted the performance. She didn't care yes, about I mean that, you buying them. And really in life, there's so many times when, uh, you know, we sense during, during an interaction at an establishment when the service isn't good enough. You know, we feel that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good call out because we do. I mean, whenever we sit down to be served, if we aren't treated the way we feel like we should be treated, I mean, our radar goes up. You know, we're we're ready to start complaining. You know, we we didn't get get our drinks quick enough. You know, we didn't get uh, uh, they they didn't come over and take our order quick enough. I mean, we we do we notice when when something has has not uh, gone the way we want it to go. Well, and I, I also hope that we notice when things do go really well and somebody kind of goes above and beyond. You know, you and I have talked a lot lately uh, together about going the extra mile. And so I think mm -hmm. this really, this, this, this idea of giving great service is certainly an element of that theme of going the extra mile. Now, we could do multiple episodes. We could do a podcast maybe on going the extra mile. Yeah. But as it relates to service, 
you know, that you're going to, you're going to have that transaction regardless of the level of service you provide. But that transaction is going to be a whole lot more enjoyable if you can really treat that customer like royalty, which is what the book says. It says we treat our customer. Even if you look at the cop, the copy of it, if you're looking online, you know, it kind of, it shows the customer uh, sitting oh, yeah. in kind of a higher position as, as kind of the queen of the operation. And that's one thing uh, with Molly's business, you know, I feel like her and her team, they really go out of their way to, to be really good to their customers. Yeah. And you, you study Starbucks, you study Chick-fil-A. I mean, they really, they, that, that's what they kind of hang their hat on. You know, they, anybody can make coffee. Anybody can do whatever they want to do with coffee, but you can only get the Starbucks experience by going into Starbucks. And, and, and I love Chick-fil-A, how they, you know, whenever you, you, oh, thank you so much for this. My pleasure. My pleasure. You know, they, they really, they kind of coined that phrase just to let you know that them serving you is a, is a, is an opportunity that they thoroughly enjoy. Well, uh, one my oldest daughter's boyfriend worked there for quite a while and I joked with him a couple of weeks ago. I said, how long did it take you to quit saying my pleasure? You know, because yeah. it's, it gets so ingrained so quickly. One, there's a quote from a, previous episode that is one of my all-time favorite quotes i saw it uh friday evening with uh with some folks that were in from a high school reunion and it's a quote from peppy van winkle senior who was mm -hmm. a uh a tight titan in the bourbon industry that has been really you know kind of lionized with the uh the fancy bourbon that bears his name it's super old but yeah. his his mantra jp is is just it's one of my favorite things ever and it says we make fine bourbon at a profit if we can at a loss if we must but always fine bourbon <laughs> and i think sometimes in our life you know we will dictate the level of service that we provide to somebody you know based on it a lot of different variables and i i'm not sure that's right, the right way to go i mean i always try to tell myself to to provide a consistent level of service regardless of if it's a entirely really profitable you know situation or if it's not so profitable i think it needs to be more of a mindset that's interesting um and, and i'm not saying you're wrong i think i think we all do it i think we we uh maybe weigh who we're talking with and i'm not saying it's right but you know okay this this person isn't as important as maybe the next conversation so uh, whenever we, we see that we're talking to somebody that has a little bit more weight behind them from a, uh, from, you know, an authority position or whatnot, you know, I'm sure we, we step our, our game up a little bit. And, and I agree with you. I, I think that that's not what Pappy Van Winkle said. He said, we always will make fine bourbon regardless. Yeah, I, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I showed up a little early to my reunion because I was in charge of it. And, uh. I got there and there were two people there. There was a guest who had her guest and I had brought the yearbooks because I have, I have all four yearbooks, but honestly, I didn't have table decor and balloons and pomp and circumstance. You know, I, I showed up really ill prepared and there was a classmate in the room that, you know, you have 170 people you graduate with. So you don't know everybody intimately and it's been mm -hmm. 30 years since you graduated 30 plus. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's not, I don't really have a, a relationship to speak of with this person. They have an envelope that has 
all kinds of newspaper clippings from our senior year. I mean, newsletters that I couldn't even remember, like the high school newsletters that are mint. I mean, Jim Mint condition, perfection, like they were, you know, stored at a museum type of thing. And then uh, the special newspaper that was given out uh, in our community for, for our high school class. And this particular classmate, she had perfect attendance all <laughs> four years. Um, you know, she, she elevated the, the entire experience there. I didn't ask her to bring that stuff. I didn't even know to ask. I should have had that hmm. stuff if I was really prepared. She made me look incredibly smart by bringing it uh, <laughs> to the reunion. And I was so grateful for that. So, I mean, I really need to reach out to her and send her a thank you card. Like if anybody deserves a handwritten thank you card, she deserves it because she hmm. bailed me out. Um, and I'm just so grateful for that. But, you know, it's just it's just important to remember uh, to look around. And when people do go above and beyond and when they go out of their way to bless you and help you, you know, try to really recognize those those times and uh, be appreciative of it. Yeah. So so let's let's kind of do a quick recap here just for a few moments. So our our objective is always to think better, you know, thinking better soon. And and I like the uh, conversation here about kind of encouraging us to to um, you know look at all of the transactions that we go through each and every day, and think about how can we make those transactions uh, great experiences for the receiver and great experiences for us. So it's it's a uh, uh, you know we, we don't want to be selfish. And just think that we only want to be a part of this to see and get out of so that we can get something out of it. You know, I like the unselfish nature of of uh, that the quote that you actually started off with of making sure that both people genuinely capture something that they wanted. And 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 so I and I think that that plays along really well with our think better soon type of objectives. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because as you get deeper in the book, it talks about they have three goals, and um, the first two goals have nothing to do with making money. You know, hmm. the yep. the final goal is that it can result in great finance, but the first two uh, goals are great food and great service. So they want to have a great product. They want to deliver that product with great service, and then at the end of the day, they hope to make money. It's a pretty simple business philosophy, and it really is kind of what Pappy was talking about. You know, he, yeah. he wants to have good product, no matter what it costs, yep. and yep. and really service folks that way. So I I think it's it's really something to think about in life with uh, with our friends, in business, with family. You know, if you can provide a satisfying experience for people. I mean, I, every morning, JP, since I've been doing this miracle morning, yeah. one of my affirmations is I'm going to be a great husband to my wife, mm, you know, bingo. so I just put it out there. I put it out there every morning that I'm going to be a yeah. phenomenal husband to my wife. And then when she asks me to do something I don't want to do or asks me to do two things before I've done the first thing, because that gets really hard. But I try <laughs> to remember that I committed that morning to being a great husband. Ooh. If yeah. you don't make that commitment, it's easy to say, you know, I'm busy right now, maybe later, just oh, in yeah. a minute. But I think that if, if we can have satisfying experiences with, with our spouse, with our children, with people we work with, you know, we're going to have a better relationship with them, right? And yeah. uh, specifically on the business side, but on the personal side too, you develop a reputation. 
You know, I mean, I think on the personal side, your wife thinks, you know, I know I can ask my husband for things because he's he's got a reputation that he always comes through for me. Or on the business side, you know, if uh, if you're doing a good job with service, it certainly helps you build a positive reputation, uh, you know, in your organization. So and that that leads to word of mouth and it leads to yeah. good reviews. You know, it's just a snowball effect. Yeah. yeah. My uh, my uncle, he taught me and my cousin this. Gosh. I don't know, 20 some years ago, but it was, you know, we were in, we serviced people as well in our little family business. And, and I always thought it was really neat. He said, whenever a customer calls and they ask us to do something, we never want to say we can't do it. You know, I, I want them to, I want our customers to know that if you call me, we can figure it out. Now we, we may, it, it may have a hefty price tag on it, but we're not going to tell you no. You're going to tell us no. Which makes but, me think of a statement we've always used, which is the answer is yes. Now, what was the question? <laughs> have you ever, have you heard that before? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, you can't and I always love that. that mentality. Yeah, you really can. And yeah. um, it, it, it opens, opens up kind of a different dynamic in your head whenever you're thinking, how can I tell this person yes? How can I tell them I can do this? I can get them what they want. Yeah, because as my mom always told me many, many times, and I don't know if other people heard this growing up in Eastern Kentucky, but she always told me when I would say I couldn't do something, she'd always tell me, can't, never did nothing. Never did a thing. I mean, what a <laughs> what a bum he was. Can't, never did nothing. I want to share before we wrap this episode up, because it's been fun. And I, it's a, this is a bit of a turning point in our podcast. I, you know, we'll still have some structure. We'll still be a little yeah. more serious. But I think we, we've been talking for months about being more conversational. Let me uh, throw this zinger at you from Zingerman's. Oh, This is their mission statement. Now. I'm going to read over this and it's going to be a couple sentences and it's just going to seem pretty underwhelming to you, but it took them six months and tons of hours. They talked to 70 to 80 different staff members um, to come up with this mission statement. So this is like a year's worth of work. I'm going to throw out at you in 30 seconds. All right. Okay. It's a lot, but it's yeah. very well thought out. Here it is. You got a drum roll. We, Share the Zingerman's experience selling food that makes you happy, giving service that makes you smile, in passionate pursuit of our mission, showing love and caring in all of our actions to enrich as many lives as we possibly can. That was written. This is 20 years old in this book. Probably hasn't changed. Nice. They, don't, they don't have it out front, JP. Some people take no. that mission statement and hang it out showy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they put it on a flag. But they, these folks say that it's caught, not taught. Ooh. You can't put it up on the wall and just expect people to read over it and embrace it. They got to see it in action. Okay. Okay. Which is. So what do you think about that? There's, there's uh, it, you know, they, I'm, I'm going to read this real quick again. I want to get your thoughts. They share the amazing experience of selling food that makes you happy, giving service that makes you smile. In a passionate pursuit of our mission, showing love and caring in all of our actions to enrich as many lives as possible. How does that hit you? I like the, uh, I love the ending, to enrich as many people as possible. You know, and, I, and so the, the actions are, are all geared towards enriching people. And, and I, I think that's, that's a winning formula. I think so. And, and I, you know, it's just good to to think, you know, I've been thinking what, and I think you, 
you could have a mission statement for, for personal life. You could have a mission statement for your occupation. But, you know, how often do people sit and think about, hmm, you know, what is my mission? You you try to always bring us back to that on this podcast of trying to think better. And so I think that uh, this conversation, this brief conversation about service, how does it help us think better? Well, you brought it up. You hit the nail on the head. You know, you, you said that uh, we always try to figure out a way to achieve something. And I said, you mm -hmm. know, the answer is yes. Now, what was the question? But I think that's that's probably what service is all about. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I like the uh, even how this kind of goes to the biblical verse of um, loving your neighbor such as yourself. You know, I think if if you if you look at how to really be very very good in service, you really have to think of your customer just as important, uh, it being just as important as as you think of yourself. And well, and I think doing all that, that plays that together. If you build those positive relationships that you're describing right now, yeah. then you know the the really big win is you have less churn, you have less turnover. You know mm -hmm. uh, your staff members. Back to this, it's giving and receiving. You know it feels good. That's the thing too. Is I mean, at the end of the day, does it feel good to to do something with a smile on your face and with enthusiasm and and to be kind? Or is it better oh. to be, you know, begrudgingly do something like, you know, it's the worst thing ever. So, I mean, to me, yeah, you know, we do this because it, it helps make people happy. You, you have, mm -hmm. you know, fewer people that are upset. So you just, it, it just makes life easier, JP. It makes life easier. And then the, and, and the results are always nice. You know, if you, if you make the sale, if you're in, in sales or if the, you know, I think in my world, uh, in negotiating a contract, if we if we come out with a a good product at the end that we're all willing to sign and and you can take back to the membership and they vote yes, then if, if everybody there is happy and I'm happy and the people that I'm reporting to are happy, then then what a great what a great uh, result. And my final thought on this, I was uh, stopped over at Molly's store over the weekend with some friends to show it to them, and um, the place was immaculate. I'm talking about the back of the room Ooh. now, back of the house stuff. You know, I'm not used to seeing it perf perfect, nothing out of place, okay. everything looking great. And, um, the lady who is doing it is just, I mean, just doing an incredible job, you know? And I yeah. think that that's a big part of it too, is giving people a good reputation to live up to. So if you catch anybody in your life, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life, if you catch them doing a good job this week, if you see them knocking it out of the park this week, your child, your spouse, your best friend, whoever you see that give them a good reputation to live up to you know that's Whoa. such an important thing is you know yeah. part of our job providing service to those in our life is catch them doing good tell them well done and it yeah. just you know breeds more success yeah yeah good call out i like that one well we're just going to wrap it up on that one what do you, you got anything else to say on on this topic i don't it's it's a good one it's a good topic yeah, it was fun. It's a little lighter. We kind of riffed a little bit. You used to be uncomfortable with riffing because you would get all over the place. I would. I, I, I would. You know, I was like a ping pong ball going up and down a, the tarmac. You never know which well, way. I'd also like go. to say that this episode is dropping um, on a weekend that I'm going to be out of town for a few days. Ooh, fancy. Having some fun. So the following episode, who knows what we're going to talk about because we've got who knows? 14 days before we record it. That's right. Good times. 
So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, I sure do appreciate you, and uh, and you yeah, definitely right stepped my game you. up. Yeah, it's been great. So you keep getting up in the morning, and, and I keep am. going. I hear some I people am. coming to my house, so the dogs are going to bark. But until next time, JP, it's been great talking to you about the concept of service, and I will see you soon. Gotcha. Right back at you. All right. Adios. Testing. One, two, three. Testing. That's all you're going to say is testing. Testing.